Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb, where we read a short passage of the Bible, and I'll throw in a few interjections on what we're reading to help simplify words. Oh, did I mention interjection is a fancy word for comment? And then I'll point out key details to help you understand. Yesterday, we read the beginning of Luke 4, and today we'll pick up where we left off at Luke 4, verse 14, and read through verse 37. If you want, grab your Bible and a journal or piece of paper so that you can read along, and you can write or draw anything to remember today's reading. Okay, let's go. Jesus rejected at Nazareth. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. You see, Jesus hadn't been drained of his strength from the devil's temptation in the desert, which he'd just left. Jesus had actually been strengthened and filled by the Holy Spirit to start his years of ministry. And the news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues or churches, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom, or routine, something he had always done. He stood up to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Remember, the Holy Spirit had just descended on Jesus as a dove at his baptism. Because he has anointed, or called, me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, and recovery to the sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to claim the year of the Lord's favor. That's Isaiah 6, 1 through 2, if you want to look it up for yourself. These are all future miracles that Jesus would perform during his years of public ministry. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing meaning he was calling himself the Messiah, which Isaiah had mentioned and prophesied over in his book in the Old Testament. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? You see, they didn't ask this to make sure they knew who he was, but they were actually questioning how a carpenter's son that they'd known as a child could be the one who was sent to save them. Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, Do it here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, No prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time, when the sky was shut for three and a half years, and there was a severe famine throughout the land, Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath, in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. Basically, Jesus knew that the people would want him to perform a miracle to prove that he was who he said he was, the Messiah. But he also knew that they probably still wouldn't believe him. When he talks about Elijah and Elisha, he's referring to two prophets from the Old Testament that did great miracles that were also ignored. 
all the people in the synagogue were furious or super angry. But why? Well, when they heard this, they got up, drove. Well, really, they chased him because let's be honest, cars didn't exist yet. And they chased him out of town and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Jesus drives out an impure spirit. Then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his lung, Go away! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, Jesus said sternly, commanding with authority. Come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. All the people were amazed and said to each other, What words these are! With authority and power, he gives orders to impure spirits, and they come out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. See, even though people in his hometown and surrounding cities didn't know who Jesus really was, the demons knew exactly who he was. When he saves the man who was being controlled by an evil spirit, Jesus shows the people his authority over everything, including the evil spirits. Both the stories today and yesterday's story of his temptation in the desert set us up for the coming of Jesus' ministry. As we read more in Luke and the other Gospels, we'll see how Jesus had God's power and strength in him to make anything happen and complete his mission on earth. All right, let's close our time in prayer. Dear God, you are the Almighty who loves us so much. Thank you for sending Jesus to this earth. Please help us to remember that you have the power over everything because you created everything that was, is, and is to come. If you have something you want to thank God for or ask him for, you can pray that now. God, Help us to remember that you are always there to protect and love us. In your name we pray. Amen. I hope you found something that was memorable or makes you want to understand and love God in a new way. If you have questions, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or even Google. You can also leave me a message on Spotify or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you next time.